0: As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Red Cross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I'm really excited to be sitting here today with Heidi Roy for a couple of different reasons. I was very intrigued by Heidi's bio because Heidi talked about kind of accidentally starting a business that was around coaching and creating meal prep and everything. And I love the idea of, you know, kind of finding our way into the vegan business world, finding our way into supporting and helping people transition and and so forth. So I can't wait to hear about that journey. But I'm also excited about the work that Heidi's doing now and following not only the dream of starting a bed and breakfast, but doing it while all of this was happening with the pandemic and so forth. So I think it's really exciting to kind of talk about how individuals have still followed their dreams while the world felt like there was a lot of uncertainty and challenges that it's great to hear that you kind of went out there and chased it despite, despite it all. And I'd love to kind of give our audience an update on how things are going. Um, how you found the courage to do it, um, and then obviously give them a little bit of background on you um, so they can follow you and continue to be inspired by you, just like I feel inspired as I was reading your bio and kind of researching and learning a little bit about you. Before we dive in, let me at least say welcome. Heidi, It's so glad to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. Super excited. Yeah, we've um, had a really great time doing this, so I'm excited to share And hopefully inspire other people to jump out of their comfort zones and
0: chase their dreams too. Oh, that is wonderful. I can't wait to dive in. And anyone who's joining us live, you can always ask questions, whether you ask them while they're live or even the replay, we'll make sure we forward them over to Heidi or if I can drop in and answer them, I will do that as well. So let's dive in because we have only a little bit of time and I want to make sure that everyone gets to know you and hears about your story. So let's rewind a little bit before we go into present day. Let's talk about your journey, how you kind of started your first business, how you got started as the alternative junkie? Like, how, how did that happen and how did that kind of morph into a business? Um, and maybe even give people a background on what you do so that we get a little bit grounded.
1: Yeah, so I started my vegan journey in 2014. It was kind of like a, I was 26, I was kind of that kind of a very influential stage in my life where I. Was out of college for a few years, but not really sure what I wanted to do. Um, I'd actually discovered yoga, and it was funny. I had read a meme once that said, What happens when you become a yoga instructor? And one of the things was, You become vegetarian or vegan. And I was like, well, No, like that would never happen, right? And then I met this um, gentleman who had been vegan his whole life, and he really, um, between him and then a yoga client of mine who had cured herself of breast cancer three times through a high alkaline plant based diet. I was super intrigued. Um, I was newly off my mom's health insurance policy. I was kind of like going through the world being like, where, you know, what am I going to do? And so I knew that the importance of my health and also, um, you know, veganism is a journey. It started with my health, but that was my first inspiration. So I, this gentleman that was vegan his whole life, he's like, would you like to try this? And so I just not cold Turkey, but I started integrating vegan options. And at the time in 2014, this was in Las Vegas, they was vegan options in the grocery stores. There was, was not nearly as many vegan restaurants, but um, I I would like to say that Las Vegas um, actually made it very easy to become vegan, which is interesting. Most people probably wouldn't think that's a city that is a place that's conducive, but they're very um, progressive and I love that. So yeah, so I started my vegan journey in 2014. And then um, in 2015, I became a massage therapist. And when I was waiting for my massage license in Las Vegas, I needed some sort of side hustle. And so I was teaching yoga part-time and doing a few other side hustles. And someone asked me to prepare meals for them. And so I thought to myself, well, this is really interesting. And just so by merely accident, I started doing a vegan meal prep business. Then um, soon after that, my friend who ran the farmer's market in Las Vegas said she needed a vegan vendor. So I legitimized my business, went to the farmer's market for a year, um, really got the market research and development for but recipes, sell, sell, like served best and and held up best and made really great relationships and really just solidified that Alternative Junkie was like the meal prep business. And my my Alternative Junkie, the actual brand, was because as far as my angle on veganism, I want to try to educate people as much as possible. And I want to empower them to make their choices based on their conscious decisions and not just beliefs that have been just put on us our whole life. So I always go down the route of choose the alternative when possible um, as opposed to like the hardcore vegan, which there's a place for everyone, but I try to make it accessible and more of an educational background. Um, And so that's where alternative junkie, the name came from. And so, yeah. So then from then um, I read a book once called the infinite game and just talked about how business is infinite. And, um, and so I kind of just put that fluidity into it and let alternative junkie kind of unroll into what it is today. So with the success that I had from my years of meal prep business, when I lost my um, massage gig during COVID, I started my meal prep back up again. And it actually like saved me financially during the uncertainty. And so I also started doing um, business coaching because I realized I want to help other people, one, who may have lost their job because of COVID, but also two, just try to spread veganism to cities where there are none. And just to get the feeling, especially for women, to start your own small business and see how that how that is. And to prove to yourself that you can make money to survive for yourself while helping others doing what you love. Because I think a lot of us have the belief that we have to suffer to like make money. And that's not the case. Like you really can make money doing what you love. You just have to really think outside the box. And the biggest thing is believing yourself. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's kind of how my veganism journey started. Um, and what led me to alternative junkie and, and where I am not to Mexico, but just for my meal prep business.
0: With that. Um, I love that. There's so much to even unpack in what you mentioned because I love that you said that you, not only when you were kind of just starting out and you were in the farmer's markets and so forth, that you used it for market research. You started mm-hmm. to understand what recipes held up and so forth. I think people don't realize how important it is to get out into the market and get that research and get a good understanding of what people like, what the palette is and so forth that you can't always perfect your business, you know, at home in your own <laughs> look, you really have to get out there um, and see what people enjoy and like, and build your business from there. And then I also love the idea of the infinite business the idea that, you know, businesses can kind of evolve. I think a lot of times when I do a lot of business coaching, people think they have to start with this like big master plan and everything they ever heard about, as opposed to starting in the core place, getting success. And then it just kind of grows from there. So it was great to hear you say that because it kind of echoes one of the things where I love to teach people that is so much value in building something strong, making money from that, Building revenue, bringing in margin, being able to reinvest it in the business and then growing from there is so exciting. Um, but I also think, you know, I wonder just from a before we we go into the the dream um, of the um, bed and breakfast, you know, I'm curious how you felt, how you managed some of the emotions. Because I think for a lot of people, when their business is growing, when they're making changes, when maybe something happens, like you're losing one job and you see the opportunity on the other side, sometimes it's a nervousness and anxiety that many of us feel. Did you feel that? If so, how did you manage it? If you didn't feel that, you know, how did you keep yourself motivated? Cause I, I think some people would, would love to hear that because they may be feeling some of that or, or managing through that now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely went through imposter syndrome for a lot of my businesses from me not feeling like my food was good enough to sell. And what that, what it came down to at the end of the day is as I evolved, I realized that action bred confidence. So I realized that in taking the action and then putting yourself out there, like you said, and not that, not that we need the validation, but getting the feedback, the positive feedback reinforces that, okay, what I'm doing is needed and what I'm doing is good. And, you're, and going back to your intentions. Um, and so I think that, yes, I, I struggled with it, but I pushed through. And so I think that's my biggest advice is whenever you take action, even if you're scared, you need to think about the person that you're trying to be on the other side of it or the business that you're trying to have. And you have to act as if that person would act not as the scared person or you won't be able to move forward so yes and and that i fail and many times in my business of course that i hit some rock bottoms and finance in relationships with my business or in money with my business of course but that if you it's all in your perspective on how you see that and if you if you see it as this like you know ultimate dead-end experience that you just can't move forward then that's not good it has to be a step in your growth to take you to the next level in your business evolution and your personal evolution, because at the end of the day, like your business isn't going to succeed unless you succeed as a person. Like you have to. So I think, I think in my, in my younger years, I wasn't as self-aware. And so I think that's another thing too. People need to be patient with themselves and realize that doing the work on themselves benefits like the personal development work benefits your business tenfold. Um, and the investing in yourself, you know, like you, it's, it's totally normal. And I'm obsessed with this day and age of, um, able, we're able to use coaches and mentors. And, you know, you wouldn't play a sport without having a coach. So the same thing, like hire a business coach, hire a life coach, hire someone that is a sound, sounding board, because we tend to be our worst enemies, our own worst enemies. And so sometimes you need that other, other person. And now that I've become that other person for other people, it's because other people did that for me and I saw the value in it. And so now I want to be that other person for them because I know that we literally, like I just said, are the the biggest block standing in our way. And so we really just have to push through that. And so my biggest thing is that um, I had my biggest self-doubts because of the veganism. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I went through in 2019, feeling very isolated by my dietary choices and never wanted to give up on it. I still believe in myself, but I had to take a deeper look at the psychology behind why humans do the things they do. So I actually... Went back to school for hypnotherapy and really understood that if people don't even understand that that their food and their diet is the biggest program that they're running on, they're not even gonna listen to me if I try to tell them that they should eat vegan because they're just so, their food is their habit. And if you're telling something to go against something they've always ever known, that's scary and they're probably not gonna do it, you know? So it's trying to be more empathetic and compassionate. So now that I have that tool in my tool belt, that's been very helpful in, in utilizing it in my own personal journey and also utilizing it in my business coaching. And what brought me to my point was that if I didn't take that hypnotherapy school, I would not have been, a, been able to get over my limiting beliefs to get me to Mexico during a pandemic. So that's the biggest roadblock that got me from, from point A to point B. So I will, I'm not the same person that I was pre-pandemic.
0: And I love that because you're basically saying that you took on this new training, you decided to do it. But by doing that, it helps you with your clients and support them. But then, like you said, it could create that mirror reflection to help you as well. And I think sometimes we forget that it's multiple steps to get us sometimes where we want to be. And sometimes it's multiple steps that we don't even know, like, we took these four steps that put us on the right path so we can get to our destination. So I love that you're kind of saying that, you know, what you learned helped you have the courage, the confidence to make a significant change and follow your dream um, and start your um, bed and breakfast in Mexico, not necessarily because you are. Ple- planning it that way, but the idea is these skills that we're bringing in mm-hmm. can sometimes give us a totally different perspective yeah. that allows us to do even more great things and allows you to even follow your dream. Mm-hmm. So I just, um, I hope everyone's kind of hearing that because I think sometimes we forget that we have to take maybe a step to the left, um, before we can go straight, like you two steps to the left, two steps back, right. And then you go straight. It's not always that, that straight path to get you moving forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's not that it, it can't be that easy because there's no growth in that middle area. You know, like we have to really, it's, it's, I love the quote that says like, it's not so much the goal, it's the person that you become getting there. Right. So it's like that comes through the highs and the lows and that's, just the duality of life. So it's, it's a really beautiful thing, but we wouldn't appreciate the one or the other without, without either, you know? So yeah. Absolutely. So the patience with yourself and, um, and don't limit yourself to how, you know, if you have a dream, don't limit yourself to how it happens. Just hold on to it and go back to it when you're struggling, because that's what's going to keep pushing you forward through the left and the right. Like you said, yeah.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about your dream. Let's help everyone understand what the dream was. And then let's talk about your journey to get there over these, uh, over this last year.
1: So during, um, my hypnotherapy school. I started in the end of 2019 and finished right before. So when I left hypnotherapy school, I thought, you know what, maybe I'm going to put veganism on the side burner and I'm just going to go into psychology and work with people's mindsets. Um, but I didn't, the, the traditional office setting didn't really align with me. I, I'm a, I tend to be a nomad. I love to travel. Um, I love people. I love cooking. Like I, I just want to do all the things in my life. And so I didn't sign an office space, thank goodness. And I was still doing my massage um, gig. So in Las Vegas, I actually massage poker players. And it's been one of the most fun little side hustles that I've ever had. That's been very lucrative. It's been very an amazing way to meet people from all over the world. Um, and one of my poker player friends actually invited me to work his private game in Mexico city. So I had explored Mexico city a lot in 2019, um, and then I also came to Rosarito, which was in Mexico, just south of San Diego. And so I had explored a little bit of city life in Mexico, a little bit of beach life, but I had always wanted to leave the country. So um, I had gone on vacation the summer before and I stayed at a bed and breakfast here in Rosarito with a gentleman. This is before I went to school. And accomplishes everything that she puts her mind to and and someone that doesn't get in her own way. And so um, it was scary because even with the border situation, you know, we were told in the States, the borders closed, but we got down here and we're passing through like with no issues. So it's, it's also like the information that you choose to listen to. And I've always been the type of person that is, I'll believe it when I see it. So I just, I push the limits. And so, um, so we rented the house down here. We found, I found a beach house that was basically a community just south of my friend. And within two months of being here, he passed away of a heart attack, not even a close oh, wow. pass passed away. So it was very confirming to me. I'm so, I'm so grateful that he went so quickly. And I know that he was, I know that he was feeling very desperate because he was getting older and he was very much alone but I felt almost like the torch had been passed. Like, and I felt very much honored to be able to do um, what he does here. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so we got down here, we found this three bedroom house and um, opened it up at first. And still mostly to our friends and family, just because of COVID, we were like hesitant to kind of put it out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's gotten a really great response. And, mm-hmm. um, and we also created it because of everything that I do with the vegan cooking and the hypnotherapy. Um, my boyfriend's down here with me. He's also like, I call him a master communicator. He's, he's just got such a way with helping people see another perspective. And so when we have people come here, it's also like I wanted it to be like a healing vortex. So people that wanted to escape everyday life or people that needed to get away from not the pandemic. Obviously, it's happening. But if they needed to just come door to door, they didn't have to leave. They didn't have to go anywhere. It was just here in a really safe place where they were getting really delicious food cooked for them um, you know, for the vegan community where they can really get that opportunity to go out and go out to a place where everything, you know, we had friends here that were like, Oh my God, I woke up to like almond milk creamer on the counter for coffee. Like that never happens, you know? So Absolutely. and, then, and then never having to worry about where you're going to go get your next meal or having to only eat guacamole or French fries, you know what I mean? So it was my dream to be able to, to do this. And, um, our goal was to just be able to sustain, you know, while we're here and, and, um, And yeah, even despite the uncertainties of COVID, we've still been able to have a steady flow of people coming through, which has been really amazing. And I also, we also really believe that the people that are meant to come here and that are drawn to, because I feel it's like a vortex will. And so, um, and they definitely leave a changed person, which is really beautiful.
0: That is. It's really beautiful that you've created that space and created that opportunity for the change. So, let's give everyone the name of the bed and breakfast just in case people are making plans <laughs> for the future. And also, maybe they want to follow along totally. um, with your success. So it's called La Casa Amarilla, and that means the yellow house in
1: Mexi- in, in Spanish. And so, I, the house is yellow. But then also um, because of our positive energy and you know good vibes, we love that the yellow also signifies um positivity. And so it's just something that now that we're branding it and kind of making it um you know uh, all inclusive vegan bed and breakfast slash wellness space. You know, we're here for this year in Mexico in this part that's really close to the border, which is also really important to me as far as being able to go back and forth to Vegas if I needed something um, or to get to San Diego. But I know that there are tons of beautiful places in Mexico. So our goal was to build up a following here close to the border. And then as things start to open back up, then we can maybe go do it in another space for another year and maybe bounce around Um, because we're basically merging like the Airbnb experience with the Airbnb. And so... um, our website is lacasaamariamx.com. Um, I'm sure it's, we can post that somewhere also, but yeah, you can check it out. And it's, like I said, it's open. We can hold up to five people. Um, so it's a small space, but it's super intimate. And, and for the the situation in the world right now, we think that's a good idea also. Um, but yeah. And we always tell people like this space is what you, it's really what you make it. You know, you can come here and lean on us emotionally, mentally, um, learn how to cook vegan. I'll teach people how to cook while I'm cooking for them. Um, we have a private beach access so they can come down and use the beach, read a book, do your remote work if you have remote work. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been really cool the people that we've been having down here. And, um, also I love to open it up because I used to teach yoga. I love to open it up to yoga instructors and other healer modality people who want to do maybe their first mini retreat where they don't want to deal with like all the, stressful parts. We do all that for you. You just bring your people and you bring your your plans and then we just hold the space. So we're kind of like master space holders. I think that would be the best way to put it.
0: (laughs) I love that. I, I love it for a couple of different reasons because I love how you're also incorporating all of the things you know how to do all of the ways you know how to support people and help people so whether it's cooking whether it's preparing the meals you know even like you're saying you know even doing yoga classes you know i think a lot of times when people think of their businesses they think of it in like silos and pieces as opposed to realizing that there will be an ebb and flow over time of all these skills and all these services that you offer that a lot of times they can kind of come together and complement each other. So I love how, you know, you get to be your, your whole person in your dream, um, business. Um, and then the other thing I thought was interesting and correct me if I get this, correct me if I got it wrong, but are you saying that you're going to kind of, the bed and breakfast would be moving to different locations or would you have multiple locations in the future? What's the the long-term dream? I I just want to make sure I, I heard that correctly.
1: Um, you broke up. Can you just repeat the question again?
0: I'm sorry. Absolutely. I just want to get just a sense wow. of the long-term dream. You had mentioned that you were kind of bringing together the kind of bed and breakfast and the Airbnb model. So is the idea that you're going to have multiple locations over time, or yes. your location I,
1: was- I guess for me personally, I haven't, because I'm just, you know, proud of myself for where I've gotten so far. I haven't thought that far ahead also because of the pandemic, but another thing too, I just want to bring to people's attention is that, my underlying core value and my underlying belief is that I would be able to make a living for the rest of my life doing all the things I love. So in this moment, when you become a yoga instructor, for example, a lot of people's dream is, oh, I'm going to become a yoga instructor and do all these retreats because they love to travel and they want to go re- travel for free and you know live this like, hippie go-ho lifestyle, which I'm all about. Um, obviously, we need money as a survival tool, but I have really honed in on the power of investing in myself so that anywhere that I show up, I'm, I'm taking care of. Like I can, I can provide for myself. And so that's always been my why, which I think is important for people to fall back on is like, I could have never, I guess I could have never imagined, just like we couldn't imagine if we could go vegan or couldn't imagine we do all these things is that I could be essentially now it went from wanting to do retreats as a yoga instructor Essentially now being the person that does all my things in the retreat. Like I've become the retreats <laughs> with all yes. my my skill sets, the massage, the yoga, the fitness, the cooking, you know what I mean? So that's been that's to me like the ultimate, right? It's like I want to get paid to live my life. That's yeah. just been my why. And so, yes, of course, if I could down the road basically create, um maybe even I guess my I guess my vision, not a vision, but a, a pipe dream, let's call it, would be to have maybe four or five of these where there's someone like me in each place. And then we can bounce around for like three months at a time and be able to live different places and, and host in these spaces. So I know that there's also lots of people that are multi-passionate and multi-talented okay. um, and to be able to use all the things that they love to do. I think that's, that's really inspiring. So this, as far as the coaching goes, that was kind of like my my desire to grow that business so that I can do that from anywhere. Um, but I also love I Listen, I've taken my meal prep business from Las Vegas. I've started and stopped it many times there. I'm doing it here just out of pure necessity that there's no vegan options where I live. So I love also showing my clients for meal prep business coaching that you can start this small business from really almost anywhere as long as you have a clientele that wants it. And what I love about veganism is that you don't have to be vegan to eat the food that we eat. You have to just have curiosity. So I think, I think when it comes to vegan businesses, we kind of have to work the opposite of the system. We have to... Cr- create the supply and then the demand comes. We can't just like expect the, the supply to show up because we're the creators, we're the innovators, we're the visionaries. We have to just go and hope like the net appears, but it does.
0: Yeah, it really, really does. And that's the thing I hope a lot of people realize that and maybe even hear it from listening to you today. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Paige. Paige said hello and (laughs) said, um, you know, what a great woman, um, you are. So, um, I have to echo that. Um, we're a little bit kind of towards the end of our interview. So what I wanted to do is maybe do some final wrap up, just maybe give people some inspiration and some advice and also make sure that if people want to get in touch with you, should they go on your website? Should they email you? Jump on social media? What's the best way to get in touch with them? But um, anything that you have, maybe as any final words, especially for anyone who's looking to make a change right now, anyone who knows they need to make a change in their business or make a shift in their business, if you have any kind of recommendations, either words of advice as a coach yourself or from just your journey that you would like to leave our audience with today. Sure.
1: Um, I think... You know, after last year, I think the number one thing is is to say is to believe in yourself, and that's not that is so much easier said than done because the belief in yourself is like such a deep, deep rooted um, thing that that like we unconsciously self sabotage on a lot of things and doubt ourselves and listen to other people, and the thing is that you have to trust yourself. And you have to really sit with yourself and ask yourself what brings you the most joy and also believe that it's possible that you can create a life around that, whatever that is. It doesn't necessarily have to bring you an income, but if there's something that lights you up, follow it, because I do believe that that is your truth. I do believe that that is the epitome of you being in alignment with your calling and and what you're here for and in service to other people. And I think that as long as you, as long as a lot of it also is coming from a place of love and in service to other people, then that's where, the, like I said before, the universe always provides. And so um, I think, yeah. And then don't be afraid to be your authentic self. You know, I think your, your environment, people you surround yourself with, make sure that they're cheering you on and also not adding to your self-doubt and, and helping you and not holding you back. Um, So setting healthy boundaries, (laughs) that's a really big one too, that I know has been um, a big, I think this whole COVID quarantine thing has really helped people, I hope, kind of dive deep into what they want and what really is important to them. So um, another thing I just say at the end is, is have a really strong value system as far as really hone in on the things that matter to you and hold those close to you and then act on on those things, act on what you love, what you're passionate about. You know the people that are close to you, and and go back to your why. And also, like I said before, are you acting out of habit? Like, are you acting out of their everyday things that you know that are comfortable, or are you ready to like take action out of your comfort zone? Because when you take that action out of your comfort zone, that confirms to your to your old self that you can and that it is possible, and that you're going there. So don't you know don't don't worry about the huge bigger picture. Just go to your why and take the baby steps and like little doors just open. And then as long as you stick to your truth, then you'll, you'll find your path. And I, I do believe that because I, I feel that's how I got here today. And I'm super grateful for the courage to listen to myself, even when, especially with veganism, we know that it's against the grain. We know that it's not what everyone believes in, but you have to stay true to you. Like that's it. That's the ultimate. And you can find me on alternative junkie. Um, J U N K I E that's on Instagram. Um, And so, yeah, that's the best way to reach me right now. And then I don't know, I don't know if you're able to put anything in the comments as far as the link for the, um, the website, but it's la casa amaria, A-M-A-R-I-L-L-A-M-X dot com. And that has all of our rates and everything. And it also shows some pictures and photos from our experiences and reviews. And you can also contact us on that website also.
0: Perfect. I will make sure we drop in a link in the description. Um, normally we already have it in there, so I'll make sure we put it in the comments and then we'll edit the descriptions and drop the links in there as well. And then once we put it on our website, we'll make sure the link is in there for everyone um, so they can follow up with you, follow your journey, and also follow your future success. I mean, it's just wonderful to hear your story. Um, it's inspirational to hear what you have accomplished. And um, I'm just excited to be able to follow along as well. But I also wanted to just say thank you for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your story, um, not only with me, but with our, um, our audience. And it was just wonderful to kind of get to know you a little bit um, and hear about what you're doing. And um, I really wish you all the best and I can't wait to hear about your success.
1: Thank you. Thank you for offering this platform for vegans to show what they're doing so we can help inspire other people to to be the creators.
0: Great. Well, thank you everyone who joined us live. We really appreciate you. Even our folks who join us as a replay or if you're listening to this as a podcast, we love it when you show up. We love it when you hear these sessions. We love it when you like the sessions as well, but we're really just glad that you're here. And we hope today that we not only inspired you, but gave you a few nuggets that maybe helped you along in your journey. All right. Thank you everyone. Thank you, Heidi. Goodbye.